Welcome to the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast with John Pierce. Pastor John is the Senior Minister of C3 Powerhouse and the Executive Director of C3 Church Global. Disciples aren't born, disciples are made. And here at C3 Powerhouse, we are passionate about raising up brilliant disciple makers. Join the conversation today with Pastor John and Dan Fricker, our Melbourne East location pastor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast. I'm joined here today with Pastor John. How are you today? Doing great, Dan. Excited to share with everybody today and help everybody become better and brilliant disciple makers. Come on, and uh, we've been just loving this content, loving doing this and hearing great reviews. And hey, if you are a regular listener or you enjoy this episode, we would love you to share this with a friend, maybe put on your Instagram uh, and always leave a review where you watch this uh, and listen. It would be very helpful and we'd really appreciate that as we grow together. But Pastor John, I'd love to kick us off today. What are we going to lean into in this episode? All right, Dan. Well, we're going to kind of pivot into a new area for us. So we've spent the the, the first six or seven episodes really talking about how do I disciple people personally and given a lot of great, great. keys around that area. And and what if I'm a disciple maker, what that means is I'm adding people into the kingdom. I'm adding them to following Jesus. Today yeah. we want to get into uh, not just the addition zone, which is powerful, but the multiplication zone. And that means me not just disciple making people in their walk with God, but actually helping other people become disciple makers. So it's, that's multiplication. If I can, if I can uh, get some people around my life, just maybe one or two, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm discipling six or eight people in my connect group or some new Christians that I'm, I'm their disciple maker and helping them and ESPNing with them, encouraging scripture, prayer, next steps, convos with them, if I'm doing that, then there's a limitation on how much I can do in that role. So yes. great leaders and great disciple makers along the way learn the, the skill of raising and developing other leaders. Yeah, and multiplication, it's always been part of God's plan for us, right? I, I'm reading Genesis, be fruitful, which is to be a great doer and multiply. And so there's that dualness, isn't there? Yes. Of, I want to be great at making disciples myself, yes. be fruitful and do, but also this other side where be multiplied to raise other disciple makers and and therefore we can raise more disciples exactly. as a team and you can't you can't be a multiplier you can't uh, do multiply something in others that you can't do yourself so the basis mm. of being someone who raises up disciple makers is that we we are good at it we keep doing it we don't just delegate it all we keep personally <laughs> yes. involved in helping people follow Jesus and grow in that walk but at the same time we've got to learn and there are some I think some people are naturally gifted at this but there's some skills mm. that that i believe every disciple maker can grow in to develop leaders well that would be a great conversation so let's say i'm a group leader uh or i i'm on the new people team i'm, I'm helping disciple uh new christians how do i identify new leaders really great question and i think the you know jesus obviously is the ultimate uh disciple maker and he he mm. really uh, you know, if you follow the Gospels, he spent about a year uh, attracting disciples, uh, which yeah. included the ones who eventually became the apostles, the 12. But there were many disciples who followed Jesus, who traveled with Jesus, who learned from Jesus, who observed Jesus in doing what he was doing. And then out of that, in about a year or so into his ministry, he retreated up a mountain, spent all night in prayer, 
He sought yeah. the Lord, and out of that he chose his 12. So it tells me that if Jesus, the Son of God, needed to pray to identify the 12 yeah. that he would then invest into so that they would do the same as him, then that's the starting place of identifying potential leaders. It's prayerfulness. It's, it's seeking God. It's asking God. That would be the first thought. And the second Love thought that. is it's it really is time and observation. So, uh, you know, you, you when you see some people, and I've had this, people come to church and you they kind of ooze confidence and leadership. And you're like, oh, yeah. awesome. We've got a gifted leader here. Let's get them going. That would be awesome. But I've yeah. learned then uh, through time, <laughs> mistakes, disappointments, and just my own uh, lack of wisdom in that, that we're not yeah. so much looking primarily for people with a leadership gift. What we're looking for with, is people with the character who we want to develop and multiply. And so That's that takes brilliant. time. That takes time to watch watch people. It takes time to observe them, interact with others. It takes time for their attitudes to come to the fore. And so I'd say prayer and time are two of the ingredients really important for us to, before we identify who we can develop. I love that. And, and it's so true that we can never underestimate character. That That's something we can't skip, we can't bypass, we can't rush, but character has to be the foundation of everything we're going to talk about today in, in seeing others. And I love what you're sharing there. A lot of what we're doing as Jesus did is is our eyes are open. We're watching, aren't we? Yes. We're observing. And uh, I, I believe great disciple makers and leaders have their eyes open. We're seeing how people respond to pressure, how they, um, you know, if we ask them to do a task, we're, we're seeing how they're going at that. And that shows so much about their character, doesn't yep, it? Yeah, totally. Well, we have an acronym here at C3 Powerhouse, and it actually helps us filter um, potential leaders. And I love this acronym. It's so practical and helpful. So I'd love you to lean into that, Pastor John. Can you explain what that is for us here today? Fantastic, Dan. Well, the acronym is FASTER, and it came out of a, a conversation a number of years ago where we really uh, felt like we were stuck in identifying uh, potential leaders. And, yeah. and at that moment, probably maybe had been a bit burned by grabbing leaders who were too soon in their, you know, <laughs> a few weeks into church life rather than yes. spending a bit of time waiting for them but on the same time we became a bit too slow in identifying leaders so mm. uh, we kind of developed this thing of how do we identify le potential leaders faster in our church and that's that's what the acronym is and it's, a, so it's cool. a filter it's it's a filter we're not looking for perfection in people yeah we're looking for potential that's really what mm. what we're looking for so faster so we'll just go through them there's basically uh, six things we're looking at the first is f it's faithful so we're looking Brilliant. for people who are faithful. That that means they love God, they love our church, they love yes. the you know they love Danielle and I, the pastors of our church. You can't, mm. you're not going to be a leader in our church if you love the church but don't love the leaders, or if you love the leaders but you don't love the the vision and what we're about. So so we're looking for faithful people. That, that that's so just as, uh, simply people who turn up consistently. So we're not mm. trying to. Uh, get people to turn up and be involved in church uh, by giving them a leadership role. We're actually just looking yeah. for people who are already doing it. They love God. They love people. They love our church. They're, they're regular. They're involved. There's just a faithfulness around their life. So that's that's the first one. First one that's faithful. Love that. So F is faithful. So what's A? So A is that they attract people. Okay, attract people. Because there's 
some people attract people, some people repel people. It's, and it's kind of, you know, <laughs> it's not so much a personality, it's just, it's people skills. And I believe mm. people can learn people skills, but the starting point, if you're looking for someone who you're wanting to, to you know, meet that new Christian or phone them or mm. have a coffee with them or run the alpha group, well, you want someone who, who's got people skills and attracts people to themselves, attracts people to God. If you're yeah. wanting someone to be a group leader, then they need, they, they just need to be an attraction factor. So again, Observation time. You can you can see who repels people, who pushes them away, uh, who just sits on their own uh, after church and stands in a corner on their own. And and you know, after, I'm not talking about the the first time they come to church. I'm talking after they've been coming to church for three three months and they're just kind of yeah. isolating themselves. Now, those people we need to love them and we need to include them but they're not the ones that we need to invest in to become developers of other people. So we're looking for the attraction factor. Mm. And I love that we're not talking about introverts and extroverts, but as you said, it's actually, yeah, repelling or attracting people. Yes. And church is all about Jesus and people, right? We're in the people business. Exactly. And I think it's very important uh, that we see people's heart and, and uh, for people, which then attracts the others to themselves, they gather. Yeah, and that's a great point because – being an introvert or an extrovert, not either of those don't make you a good leader or not a leader. So some mm. some of the great leaders I know are introverts. Some of the great leaders I know are extroverts. So this is not about mm. uh, that part of your personality, whether you're a, a you know a make it happen person or you're a more cruisy person. This is about your ability to just connect well with people and, and their skills that, that you can learn to connect well with people. Love it. So faithful attracts people. Let's lean into S. S is servant hearted. So what we're looking for here is, is people who really have developed the nature of Jesus. One of the themes of the New Testament for leadership uh, that Jesus outlines is I've come uh, to give you life and life in abundance. And then he said, mm. and then he gave the example of, of washing the disciples' feet. And that was a theme in Jesus' life. Leaders don't, he said, they don't lord it over others, but they serve yeah. others to help others' life be better. So, uh, you know, a, a, a subtle thing is if an insecure person can want to be a leader to make them feel mm. good about themselves. But the, yes. the agenda or the ambition is all about me and how I look. So what we're looking for in leaders is someone who's a servant. And you prove that servant-heartedness. So I'd be looking for people who have joined a team in church, who are, who are happy to be behind Brilliant. the scenes. I remember one of our phenomenal leaders here at our church is a lady called Margaret Appleton. And she retired oh, from being a amazing. librarian in a university overseeing multi-million dollar budgets and many staff. And she came to our church. And, she, you know, what I love, she didn't roll out her PR, you know, this is what I've done, here's my CV of what I've achieved over my life. She just began to yeah. come and volunteer on midweek and empty bins. And then eventually she Beautiful. became the leader of our community arm, volunteer leader, business manager. And the, the remarkable thing about her is that her heart the whole time has been to serve and her husband, Ken, is exactly the same. So I think we're mm. looking for people who aren't trying to um, be the be the man or be the woman. They're not they're yeah. not trying to skip serving, but they are servant hearted in nature. A great mantra we talk about here by Rich Wilkinson Jr. is if you're too big to serve, you're too small to lead. I love that. And I love that, that we don't outgrow 
servanthood. It actually, um, we, we can't ever outgrow it or skip past it. And, and actually, no, the mo- it's foundational. Yes, it's so true. Yeah, it's foundational as leaders. It's not a stepping stone. It's a foundational part of who we are and no matter what role. So when I'm preaching on a Sunday, my heart is to serve people and make their life Beautiful. better. It's not to get more followers or, you know, get a bigger church. Yes. It's to help people. And that that's that's why we're looking for servant-hearted people. Beautiful. Tea, it's one of my favorite. Uh, I'll let you share what it is. It's teachable. It's this is such an important component of, so of uh, developing leaders, and it's it's people who want to learn, who want to grow, who can receive feedback. And so, mm. y- you know, the, the greatest athletes in the world have coaches, and those coaches yeah. observe them doing their thing, and then they give them feedback. And I find that the ability um, to receive in an atmosphere of love and encouragement, but just suggestions of uh, how do you think you went there in that team that you're part of, or hey, maybe next time you can do it this way. And if someone's defensive and cannot just receive simple feedback, then that's, Mm. that's a red flag to kind of, you know, maybe talk about that, but ultimately we're looking for people who've got the, oh, yeah, I want to be a better person. Help me. Just I'm, I'm hungry for feedback. And, Dan, you're one yes. of those kind of leaders. I love it. You lean into feedback. You actively seek it. And then when you receive feedback, you're not defensive. You, you know, even though – and I'm the same. When, when I receive feedback internally, I might be like, oh, <laughs> that's hard to hear. But On the inside. Yeah, but yeah. on the outside, you're like, thank you. Thank you for believing enough yeah. in me to give me some feedback. So it's a great, yeah. important culture of developing leaders. It is. And something you've taught us for many years is feedback is the breakfast of champions. That's I another little that. mantra in my head mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. champions eat feedback. Yes. We, we chase it. And I think there's something about that combination of a hunger – Yes. Hungry people and teachable people, I believe that they're unstoppable and they will not stop growing in their, their destiny that God has for them if we can stay hungry, humble, and teachable. Yeah, it's so that. powerful. Really, really good. And we're going to, in a, an episode coming up, we're going to talk about how to give good feedback, the culture Brilliant. around that. Because it's not, if people have been in a bad culture and the feedback they've received has just been aggressive yes. and negative and you're not good enough, that's not the feedback we're talking about. We're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a culture of encouragement, specific feedback um, where it's like one in, one thing that you can improve and here's eight things that you did awesome. So it, it, we'll talk yeah. about how to have that culture, but you've got to be up for it. That's going to be so helpful for people. Uh, so we've done far. So ER. So what, what's E, Pastor John? Okay, E is for enthusiastic. Come All on, right. let's go. Enthusiastic. <laughs> so let's, let's be clear. Enthusiastic is not about volume. Okay, enthusiastic is about someone's got an inner drive to help to serve God to make a difference. So Mm. uh, one of the challenging things when you're a leader is if you have to push people because they don't have an internal drive. There's not an intrinsic motivation to serve God Mm. and you feel like you're just trying to get people to do something that they're resistant to. So that's not what we're looking looking for. We're looking for in someone enthusiasm and it is marked by the turn up factor. It is marked by um, some positive uh, comments you know, commentary around this church or this group or mm. this ministry, or what they're part of. So we're looking for that that enthusiasm. Yeah, oh, just and it just reminds me once again of the fire factor, right? It's where yep. We're following the fire. Yes, uh, that we see in people. 
Uh, well, to take us home, uh, our final one here today is R. Ah, okay. R is for reproducible. Ah. Really simple Come question. On. Do I want more of these people in my group? <laughs> I love it. In in the ministry that I lead in, in our church, do I want to reproduce them? And if the answer is mm. absolutely, I want a thousand more yep. Dan Frankers in my church, well, then that person <laughs> can be developed as a leader. If the, if mm. the answer is, oh, I'm not sure we want more of these people around, well, here's the thing. When someone becomes a leader, they reproduce after themselves. Yes. So we're looking for the kind of people. So really simple question, do we want more of this person? And I would say that sort of almost sums up the other things. Yes. If they're faithful, they attract people, they're servant-hearted, they're teachable, they're enthusiastic, then yes, we want more of those kind of people in our church. So that's the that's the faster acronym for identifying uh, potential leaders in every area of church. Well, thank you so much, Pastor John, for helping us become brilliant disciple makers. I know that this is going to help people and I encourage everyone listening, write down faster, memorize it and begin to, to look to see uh, these qualities and characteristics in people as we raise other disciple makers with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We so look forward to having you again. God bless you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's episode and we pray that you've been inspired and equipped in your leadership journey. Let us know your thoughts by leaving us a review on whatever platform you are listening on today. You can connect with John on Instagram at John underscore Pierce. We hope you can join us for our next episode of the Brilliant Disciple Makers podcast.